Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weed and now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. Alright, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome in to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Tis I, Colton Robertson, and this is the Bad Batch, bitches. It's the most defective group of Bad Batch podcasters, and you know, uh, we're not even deviant at this point. And if you went to the uh, Patreon special or saw any of Tillman's names in the chat, you would know just how defective we are. I am joined by Miles Buttress. What's up, buddy? Not much, man. Say it every week, and I'll say it again this week. I like to keep like to keep consistency with my intros and outros. Happy to be. Yeah, here. it's kind of, it's kind of sexy. Thank you. I try. Happy to have you here. We are also joined by Tillman Motherfucking McClooney. Thank you for being here, my friend. Happy to be back once again. Happy that you are having me here. I like that me and Miles went first this time. It's just something I've been waiting to see. And I'm happy to give my input again for another week. I'm excited to have you here. We are also joined by Joseph George. What's up, buddy? As Miles likes to keep his intros and outros consistent, I like to keep mine ever-changing. Um, I want to start off by saying never give up. And uh, are you boys ready for the alien reveal coming up soon say, by the U.S. You have to say government? Never give up, and then pause for two seconds. Then oh, you yeah. continue talking. Never give up. More on that in the Patreon special, Patreon.com/slash Bloom. We have a fun hour of content on the front of this episode. There, that is just wonderful all over the place. There's, Started came. Got 30, a bit wild. Yeah, 35 minutes of normal conversation and then someone joins and it goes off the rails. <laughs> it's true. It's true. But uh, we're here to talk the seventh episode of the Bad Batch Battle Scars. Mm. Uh, this was a good one. It was a good one. Uh, I- I'm going to tell you guys now I don't have so much a scene by scene perfectly it's more like what i did for loki last week just because this episode was like three big things and that's like really all you need to talk about let's let's talk about how on site my boy rex was he was about a headache you have a head instant hand on the gun yeah, he was like, he was like, yo, you all, you all have inhibitor chips. I just might have to kill four people today. <laughs> like he's like, he wasn't, he wasn't about to take a single chance. That's that's crazy. Yeah, he went, he went straight from how's it going to I might have to kill four, maybe five if this little girl has one too. Because he's okay, like, that's one I want to talk about in terms of a theory. How out of the question is Omega having an inhibitor chip? 
She said she didn't have one. She said she didn't have one, but why would she know if she did? I don't think she would lie to us. Well, because she clearly knows about them. And she was like a medical assistant. There's no way at some point she wasn't just going to take one of the little scanner thingies to herself and see if she had one. And my, also, they had they had no on. reason to give her one since, like, they gave him to all the clones to because mm-hmm. the Empire wanted to control them. Mm-hmm. I don't know that she was part of an Empire experiment. I think it was a mm-hmm. Camino experiment. Yes, I'm with Miles. I completely agree. I think that, you know, because those tr- those clone troopers were made by a great scheme of <clears throat> Darth Sidious, Palpatine, you know, those ones were bred for military war, and in the end, as you saw, Order 66 to kill the Jedi. I think, like Miles said, she's her own, her own little personal experiment and made um, there on Camino, just Camino's own side project that they did. Uh, so I, I don't think there was no, I see no reason for her to have an inhibitor chip because she's not bred. She wasn't made for war, bred for Someone war. Someone else is involved with Omega. She That's would not my be thing. this important to have Phoenix Shand hunt her down. Oh, I wouldn't. Well, no. If I wouldn't put it past her being like someone else being involved, I just don't think even with someone else being involved, I don't think the the Kaminoans put an inhibitor chip in her, even if someone else is involved. Because but I'm, pr- I feel like person, if the person that's involved is Palpatine, there's probably an inhibitor chip or something like it. Or the yeah, but I also that don't know that they would do anything else with Palpatine. How do you know? Because dude's, I think he's alive in the in the in the freaking he, sequels, dude. Yeah, but the only reason they did the clones was because they thought it was a Jedi, and at that point, Palpatine can't come up and be like, "Oh, I'm Darth fucking Sidious. Give me a, a, a you know, give me a, a special clone." They're gonna tell him to, to fuck off. In okay. Theory. Shit. Shit. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't fucking know, but. I want to know overall thoughts on this episode, Tillman. We love seeing an old friend, a great, well-written and developed character that I sat with for seven seasons, Captain Rex. I I love, you know, that because we had, you know, it's kind of, you know, these past couple episodes we were seeing, you know, just fillers or, you know, just like, you know, side information. But the Star Wars, that's always good. You know, it's always entertaining to watch. I was still entertained every single week. Um, and this one didn't have to do with them being hunted or crosshair or anything. But getting, being able to see, you know, you know, because we, it, you know, yes, we found out inhibitor chips. They found out, yes, inhibitor chips. But then it was kind of left there, you know. We knew they were going to come back to it. And, you know, now they come back to it in this episode. And so, it's, you know, we're back on, like, a main course storyline. You know, we're back on the main storyline of the inhibitor chips, Order 66, and they're being hunted. But, you know, like, we're going to get back to the little hunted part with crosshair and whatnot. But just having that, that you know, hopping on and hopping back on the main road, in the juiciness of it was nice because yes. they've been they've been alluding to it for so many weeks in a row. Yes. And I don't know if anybody else did anybody else every time Wrecker's on the screen, you're just like watch that man. Like just eyes on Wrecker at all times. Anytime he was on the screen, I was like, Alright, where's he gonna bump his head today? You know? And so like also I loved how you know it got right into it. It wasn't just, you know, we got a half episode of Rex or a half episode of 
record in his head and whatnot. Yeah, you know, we're gonna get to it later, but we got right into the fact that uh, my head hurts. Like, yes, let's why get straight. Why does Rex have to leave though at the end? You know, like he's not gone for good. He's coming yeah, back in the like, series. But like, why? Like, he got hoes, man. He's he's, like, he's an important man. He has stuff to do. He's an important I, man. He got hoes at home waiting for him. I guess, but like, you don't think he's been a couple days with the Bad Batch at least? Boys just got their inhibitor chips out, like. That was step one in order to trust him, and then he's like, "You know what? Why? Well, now that you guys are all good, see you later." You know, it's kind of well. Know. It wasn't him saying "see you later." It was Hunter saying, "We've yeah. got different priorities." Mm. Yeah. Wait, wait. Had, had they had they agreed to help him, he would have taken like he would have stayed with them. But they said, "Nah, we got we have some fucking child we have to worry about now. We can't go off fighting bad guys." God. Omega always getting in the way. Okay, since we've temporarily lost Tillman to maybe not so temporarily lost Tillman to technical difficulties, uh, we're, I'm going to ask Joseph George, how'd you feel about the episode, buddy? Uh, it was heartwarming. It's a heartwarming episode. Seeing Rex uh, just made me happy. Put a smile on my face, you know, as, as I'm watching this Friday morning cartoon, you know, just mm. a good chill vibe. Seeing old Rexy. And uh, then the tension scene, you know, of the freaking on, like, I don't know, like made his character like added kind of a dynamic that I didn't think about, you know, because it makes sense why that dude would be on site like that. Like, it makes sense because yeah. he knows, he knows, he like, he barely resisted it and then wasn't able to. So and he, he knows had to no fight, one He had else. to fight all of his brothers to get yeah. out. He knows that if, he wasn't able to resist it, that there's no way any other clone is capable, and he never wants to think about killing another clone ever again. Like, that's like, he never wants, that's like the worst, oh, God, like. He's got a devastating story. Man. Everyone, everyone prequel era has a pretty devastating story because of Order 66. Everyone besides Palpatine. Palpatine was thriving during the Order 66. Uh, see, but even uh, what well, you said, everyone like prequel era had a pretty devastating story. Palpatine's like backstory also pretty devastating. I don't think he gives a shit. Oh, he doesn't give a shit. But like, have you heard his backstory, Colt or Joseph? He essentially he, he like it, while like in his mother, like while still in his mother, his dad's like this kid's fucking evil. I hate him already. And he's like, his mom gives birth to him. And essentially his dad's like, fuck, fuck out of here. And like, he, he like lives with them, but he spends his entire childhood clearly being evil and being hated by everyone. And eventually like, uh, fucking, he goes and like, you know, dicks around with Plagius a bit and Plagius is like, kill your parents, Tracy. And, uh, you know, he fucking then kills all of his family. Wow. And then he, and then he, you know, does Palpatine stuff. Man, good old Sheev. Yeah. So I mean, obviously, like he was down for it, but also uh, the prequel era is just not a great time for people. <laughs> I mean, arguably not a good time for people in general anywhere in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. Uh, given the, uh, you know, turmoil that's, you know, it's war. On a galactic level, that's what they're about. Star Wars. Star, Star Wars. Wars. That is what it boils down to. 
Miles, how'd you feel about the episode? I mean, love it. Very, very simple episode. Very, very well defined in, you know, the couple parts, the, the, the trip to the med bay, the med bay betrayal, and then the post med bay. <laughs> yeah. And I like- and, uh- it's 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 really enjoyable. It's and it's yeah. real. It, it is really simple. Like I said, yeah. I don't have a lot of scene by scene notes. You can kind yeah. of sum up everything there's, really easily. Yeah, there's the you know the couple twists and turns where it's super obvious where the twists and turns are happening. There's no big surprises. There's the you know the the they look in the water and Hunter goes stay out of the water and they have to go over the thing and obviously Wrecker's a you know being a little wuss, understandably. And as soon as he gets on the you know the thingy, you're like. All right, he's obviously gonna fall, and they're gonna figure out what's in the water, and you know it happens, and it's 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 simple and enjoyable, and not not complicated. I will say I appreciate I appreciate this happened where it happened for the sake of our characters' lives. I did expect a little bit more of Wreckers executing order 66 like i thought we were going to be i thought we were going to have like a a, like a tension moment where i was convinced one of the clones was going to die that wasn't omega and because he threatened omega i was like okay well i know none of them died yeah it did it did take a little bit of suspense out of it also was i can agree with you on i was surprised because i really thought this was going to be like a multi-part like a multi-episode like thing where they were going to be like, all right, let's go get him removed. Wrecker was going to, you know, mm. order 66 of them. And I thought that was going to be like a multi-episode thing where they were like, you know, like maybe like maybe even like only two episodes. I did not think it would all be started and resolved in one episode and Rex move on in one episode. However, I liked it. I, I, I want to make it clear. Yeah. I enjoy this episode thoroughly and it just tells me they have they have more plans like that's that storyline is now summed up. You know what I'm saying? Like, unless, unless Omega has an inhibitor chip. But like, they would have scanned her like in there. Yeah, I that's and I, I so feel confident like, that she didn't have one. Yeah, you know. Okay, I'm with it. I'll I let don't it know. Go. Yeah, there's think... there's no way that uh that the um that Rex would just let it slide too. Well, that Rex would let it slide, or uh, what's because there's tech and echo echoes uh the reg right yeah okay yeah tech okay there's no way tech wouldn't be like well let's just scan everyone just just to you know just to be sure you're right you're right because you know he's a he's a fucking nerd and as a nerd that's something i would do (laughs) naturally let me look at your brain to see what it doesn't you know one with not an inhibitor chip looks like just for that data purposes well also a great question why he needed Rex's brain scans. Why I can just be like, all right, Omega, you don't have an inhibitor chip. Let's just see what normal brain looks like. Don't look at me like that. You would think that you would think that would be the natural line of thought, huh? Or maybe unless they were trying to hide what Omega has in her head. Maybe Omega's Ultron. Think about it. He's got to come back somehow. Maybe it's because like she's like a different type of clone. You know, they needed a reg. A, a Rags brain scan without the inhibitor chip. Okay, that's fair. That's a good one. Like with that's, it, with it, like nice. fully removed, as opposed to like she never had one, and whereas they wanted one mm. with it removed. You're right. You're right. I just like to. I like to 
go for I'm it. Trying to, I'm trying to I explain like to, my I like way to take big swings. I like to right, take Jason. big swings. But uh, I also liked the episode a lot. It was, you know, another Friday morning cartoon day for me, you know, and obviously this one gets a little higher tense, higher tension. But, uh, you know, I was never truly concerned. I knew it was going to be okay just because he knocked out all three of them rather quickly. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, if he doesn't kill them, he's definitely not going to kill Omega. Yeah. Like, they just won't do that. That would be... Here's the thing is that was me coping. Like, obviously, I was like, I had to think that so that I wasn't concerned. But, like, still, you know, it got a little close. And we got a good moment there with the good soldiers follow orders and everything. They wouldn't kill the main character in, you know, episode, like, two or three or four, right? Yeah, they're not going to kill the kid, especially that it's a kid, too. Oh, I just made a – I was making a different reference. Oh. I said right attack on Titan. Oh, you know, they would never do that. <laughs> they would never do that. You know, in a quiet place, they wouldn't just kill a kid five minutes in so that you knew anything was on the table. God, I really forgot. They just, they killed that kid so fucking early into that movie. Killing a kid is really a good way to set the tone, you know? Well, it, it lets you know. Yeah. And yeah, you know could die they're, here. Like, yeah. That they're about that shit. <laughs> that's a, that's a, we don't give a fuck. But Star Wars does give a fuck, and that's why I'm never concerned about the children dying, you know? Fair. You're saying Star Wars isn't just going to off a child? <laughs> I mean, except for the Jedi younglings. <laughs> that's a fair point. They do, they, they we do did kill see a, a mass bunch genocide of children. child, actually. So. Yeah, and every time, every time, like, obviously we're a bit desensitized to that by now because it's just a part of Anakin's story, but, like, that's... That's really probably the worst atrocity he ever committed. <laughs> that was also, pretty bad. One of, obviously not my favorite scene of that movie. I love that scene every time it comes on. It's so funny. Master Anakin, what, what are we going to do? Master Skywalker, <laughs> there are too many of oh, them. Oh, little oh, little you know You're going to get sliced up. Sorry, buddy. What, is, what, is, yeah, what are we going to do? Your little itty bitty lightsaber. Oh, it's so cute. Every single time that scene comes up, all I can think of the ro- all I can think of is the robot chicken like parody of that scene <laughs> where he's dancing through like a field of flowers with Padme, but instead of like swinging with her arm, he's swinging the lightsaber and killing. Them. Anakin, uh, Anakin committed a lot of mass murders. You got to think though, probably a big rush while he's doing it. Come on, guys. Come on. Fucking what a callback. Murder is a rush, but child murder? Ten minutes into this one. I'll remember that, too. Also, (laughs) I'm really enjoying the cameras right now because, Joseph, you're standing up out of frame for me. And just a second ago, you were standing perfectly lined up with Colton. Where I, where like, cut off at your shoulders white and then went up to Colton and then Colton's (laughs) That's That's perfect. So what do you say I jump into my semi-scene-by-scene breakdown and we get this thing rolling? Let's do this. All right, so we open up and we learn that the gang is pretty deeply in debt to Sid now. And they were not aware they were paying for services. Mm -hmm. She was charging them the whole time, though. And Wrecker is enjoying him some of the best popcorn in the galaxy. I mean, maybe it's that good. 
It's like it I, looked I, fucking delicious. I wanted some. Also, just a great. Uh, it, it's such a great scene. The and what, what was it like? Twenty four cartons of whatever they are. Yeah, and he's like Mantel mix. Yeah, twenty four cartons of Mantel mix, and then it immediately cuts to them. After every mission, we have some Mantel mix. It's a tradition. <laughs> Best part of the mission. Best part of the mission. <laughs> I love I love their relationship though, and obviously it, that scene does create a, a another layer to them there, and how much Omega, how much compassion Omega has. You know, so I appreciate that aspect of this story. I just also, anticipated more, yeah. uh, more threat here. Yeah, that scene also, well, that and every other scene with him took away all threat of him actually killing her. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because I was like, there's no no way they kill her off in general. But There no was that sus moment, though, her. whenever, like, they were there with Hunter, and then, like, you know, it was like they were going off on their own, and then it was kind of like they looked at him weird as they left, as if something bad was going to happen with Omega with Wrecker. You know, like, didn't you get that vibe? Like before they know. left, like it was a, it was kind of like a, e like wrecker, like could killer, you know. We, we like, don't know. <laughs> like they had like suspenseful music playing and everything. It was like well, yeah, but also it was, but there, there, there was no way they were gonna have wrecker kill Omega. Well, I know, but it was like the idea was there. Well, yeah, the idea oh, was there, but it was obvious that it wasn't gonna happen. Another shot. Not necessarily. What if that popcorn was like a, you know, it just. Got got that inhibitor chip in the right way, and then ooh, child murder. <laughs> but, you know, I also love that you know Rex is here at this bar, which has now become their little home base for the for the time being, and it is a nice little home base. I like seeing it; it's satisfying to look at. Uh, <laughs> and they catch up for a spell, you know, and he meets Omega for the first time, saying he's never met a clone like her, and. She points out that he's a first generation, noting the lines on his face, and he's like, essentially just calling old. That's kind of that was kind of crazy. Like Gen One, how do you know? Do you look old as fuck? <laughs> like basically, <laughs> I also I actually after I watched this episode, I went back and watched like season one, episode five of the Clone Wars, which is like the first episode focusing on Rex Echo. And all the other clones. And immediately coming off this one, it was like, wow. That's the one where they meet fives, right? I believe so, yes. Yeah, because that's the one where they're on the mission where, like, the the base is taken over by droids or whatever. Yeah, Yeah. Kamino, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait, what? That's the Kamino one? I thought that was the one where they're, like, on the other planet and, like, the droids take over the base and they have to, like, covert into the base and... I don't know, I'm thinking of a different episode. I think so. I think yeah. so. I I'm not familiar but enough with the Clone Wars. To I love I love seeing middle aged Rex. Middle aged like Rex. Not, yeah, he's not young Rex from Clone Wars. He's not old Rex from Rebels. He's just he's middle aged Rex. Although I he do look want good. To, he looks Rex good, but good. I wanna see I wanna see you know thick thick old, you know, old man with the beard Rex at some point again. Thick though. Yeah, I mean, I, I, you haven't seen Rebels, right, Joseph? No, he's no, they make a lot of jokes about how boy. he's thick. He's uh, he's a fucking thick boy. Like, thick look him boy. up. He's he 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 looks like like he looks like the like quintessential like grandpa who's just like built like a fucking truck. 
Dude, he is thick. His head is even <laughs> thicker. Yeah, like he's not fat, but he's just he's built. Damn. That's a big ass dude. Like I love and I, I appreciated uh their immediate trust of Rex. Oh, like, yeah. They were like, this dude is definitely okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's Rex. And I also like, love Rex and a poncho. Mm. Rex and a poncho was dope. Calcestis-esque. Calcestis-esque indeed. Have you seen how many, how much ponchos come up in Star Wars? A lot of characters wear ponchos. Well, I, I feel like practical. especially because there's so many scenes where it's just fucking, like, torrential downpour. Torrential. That's a very good point. Wow. And, well, point. because it's on Camino a lot, and Camino it's just constantly fucking raining. That's a big word. I don't. I've never heard that word ever. You've never life. heard torrential downpour? No. Weird. That feels relatively common to me. Yeah. Wow. I'm stupid. No, I don't think it's a stupid thing. I just think <laughs> it's like a, like you just haven't heard that. That's that's yeah. incredible. Um. Torrential. You guys. Oh, I'm assuming. He's torrential. looking up torrential town. Falling <laughs> rapidly and in copious quantities. Yeah. Wow. Um, you guys know that word. the planet that they go to, that's the start of Fallen Order, right? Yes. Okay. You just, you mentioned it, and I wanted to be sure to you know say it in case either of you two didn't know. No, yeah, I caught, I caught it. Braca. Uh, this I is... No, go ahead. I, it's, it's a pretty cool scenery here. And I yeah. feel like it was originally like, this was the original concept for like Jakku, I think like the, mm-hmm. the, the starship graveyard. And yeah. then it obviously became like, you know, starship graveyard it. desert star. Yeah. Star Wars, uh, you know, starship graveyard Tatooine, but yeah. uh, it was, it was fucking cool. Yeah. And obviously that's where they have to meet to you I... know, get their inhibitor chips out. Yeah, I did not pick up on it immediately, just because I wasn't I wasn't thinking about it whenever I heard the name. But as soon as they like flew in and they saw it, my first thought was, "That looks like Fallen Order." And I didn't look it up or anything. And then like a couple days, like yesterday or the day before, I saw something talking about it, and I was like, "That's right, it was from the, it was the fucking Fallen Order planet." That makes sense. Was was Cal Kestis working for the Scrappers Guild at the beginning of that game? No. Wait, what? No. Oh, at the beginning oh, of the yeah. game? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I thought you were yeah. saying like I thought you were saying like right now. That's no, what I was like. No, he's still a he's still a, a little little Bobby boy. <laughs> and by Bobby boy, I mean child. Well, naturally. Yeah. But you know, Rex does learn they have their inhibitor chips still in, and he's like, "Okay, well, I'm gonna have to, you know, fuck around and find out, you guys." Uh, you know, he he nearly pulls the gun. He's like, y'all aren't safe for anybody anywhere. And they're like, fine. Where do we get this shit removed? And he tells them to meet them on Braca, where, uh, you know, claimed by the Scrappers Guild, which, did you see those masks at the end? Mm. Did they feel like anything else that you've seen in Star Wars before a little bit? I don't know. I don't, I mean, I don't think it's connected at all. It just gave me a little Darth Revan vibes. Mm. I can what see that. It, it- is connected. That is That'd be wild if somehow Darth Revan was connected to the Darth Revan. Connected to the Scrappers Guild. Hey Tillman. Hello, hello. I like that he just joined and didn't say a word. 
well, I knew you guys were recording, so I was like, okay, well, I was like, I'm going to come in and not say anything. I appreciate your consideration. Yeah, but these scrappers, I was like, let's see how they tie into things, because, you know, it was like, they, he's like, oh, yeah, they, they, they run this planet. And I'm like, okay, is that it? Because I know that's not it. Because first of all, you're not just going to say that and then go back to your, we don't want to, we don't want to get seen by them. And then we don't hear about them the rest of the time. I was like, no, it's, no, more is going to tie into that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, see what I go, see who they're going to switch to the empire. They're going to be, they're going to be in trouble next episode. Uh, I, I, me thinks. If they wow. don't get somewhere in between. Why do you think they're they get... going to be in trouble? At the very end, the Scrappers Guild is like, notify the Empire? That's true. Like, y'all some snitches. Like, we don't do that in my town, dog. Like, y'all even go snitch on somebody. Like, mind your own business, bro. Damn. So, the, I, I, I have a thought, though. Do you think they immediately send Crosshair after them? Or do you think they send someone else after them? And then that other, whoever else they send first gets the shit kicked out of them and then, then and then they send crosshair and you know death, and crosshair death kills people. all of them i don't i'm going to go out on a limb and say crosshair doesn't actually there's one of those red barrels that explodes and all the characters are standing right by it and crosshair just shoots the barrel in i think the they're going to try and kidnap crosshair and take out his inhibitor boy yeah okay that definitely has to happen. He's going to chase them. They're going to be like, this is our opportunity. Like, we have to get him and not let him I'm get I'm calling mad. it. I'm calling it right now. They will capture him. They're, they will tell him, we're going to get your inhibitor chip out. We're going to br- bring you back. Like, you're going to be old Crosshair again. And then Crosshair is going to kill himself. Uh, He's not going to let I'm going to go on a limb here and say... Disney's not going to let a Star Wars character kill themselves, especially on, a, especially on a Star Wars animated show. I think they did it in The Mandalorian, didn't they? It's going to happen. That's 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 live action. This, yeah, one who who did it on Dave well, Filoni. Okay, they had a robot kill itself. Dave Filoni, man. Oh my no, god! They had a they had a dude bite a capsule in his teeth and zap his head. Yeah. Live action. I'm staying with that. No, I'm, I'm with you. Crosshair. Crosshair doesn't kill himself. Yeah, I'm, I don't think that. I'm all in it. Colton's so, gonna talk. So they make, they make their way into a Venator class Star Destroyer, where they uh, plan to remove the inhibitor chips, and they, uh, you know, they have to climb across this rope. It can't hold Wrecker's weight. He's pulled under by something that looks reminiscent of a Sarlacc a little bit. Kind of reminded me of that, just like or in the water. garbage monster, the garbage, the guy. garbage monster. It, it it was all. It also had that monster from the Mandalorian vibes mm, when Grogu mm. got pulled under the water. Scary moment. It's very very scary moment. But uh, you know, Wrecker is ultimately able to make it out after they shoot the creature, and it's like, okay, how how bad did that fuck up his head? Mm. That had to have hurt a little bit. Had to have had to have done a little bit of damage there. Had to had bit. had to do a little bouncy bounce. I got to imagine. I got to imagine. Little rinky dink, yeah. <laughs> Ricky Dicky and Dawn, <laughs> if you will. But uh, you know, they find oh. the med bay and set Wrecker up for the procedure. And you know, they're like, "Ooh, let's scan." 
<laughs> Wrecker's like record Wrecker's like let's fucking kill you actually. Mm. That's let's that's my not plan. do that. Let's not do that and how about I just go on a murderous rampage? And he, how does know, that work grabs- necessarily? You know? Like how does that work? So like he hits his head, it starts to take over and then he just wants to kill just anyone around him at the time? Or no, no, I think uh, I think it's anyone who's in violation of Order sixty six. Yes, and that's why. Like, I think it's. I think so. It why would other clones be? Because it activated while they were on their way to the med bay, but it didn't affect him because he just thought it was normal stuff. And then they start talking about how they're going to have it removed so and was, how they let was the bad batch programmed into be against Order sixty six. No, 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 no. So it, what I'm saying is, I think it activated like while he was like dan- while he was getting eaten by the by the sea monster thingy or whatever. And then they get in there, and it's already activated at that point. And he just knows he's just in regular clone mode because he doesn't know Order sixty six has been activated. They start talk about it. They start talking about it being activated and going against it. He hears it and then realizes they're in violation of Order sixty six. They did talk they're about traitors. That, yeah. that, and that's whenever they're talking about it is whenever it clicks for him. And whenever he says, "You guys are in direct violation of Order sixty six. You guys are traitors to the you know to the Republic slash Empire. Die. Yeah, and the yeah, I, I took that down. I was like, the last thing he heard before he officially flips and grabs Tech's wrist is Hunter talking to Rex and saying, you know, we didn't understand why the clones flipped on Collar, uh, but at least we helped the Padawan escape. And then he grabs Tech's wrist, grabs him by the throat, and throws him. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's it. And uh, you know. The, Wrecker's Rex, strong. Very, very strong. And he, re- he he quickly knocks out both Echo and Rex. And then him and Hunter go at it for a second. He knocks him out as well. And Omega shoots at him. And uh, I was like, okay. Okay, Omega. Standing up for your boys. And Wrecker chases her. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> he, he like full-blown, full-blown just running for her. Like, she, she, in, she in danger? Is he gonna kill her? Seems like he would have. Yeah, I knew it wasn't gonna happen, but he definitely would have. Probably could have squished her head like a watermelon. Gone full viper and mountain on it. Yeah, probably. Probably could have done that. He got a whole hell of a lot. I I I agree with you. I didn't think it was gonna happen. Got a whole hell of a lot closer than I thought he was going to. Yeah, for sure. I thought he was gonna get knocked down earlier than that. Yeah, he did. But uh. You know, Wrecker chases her and she ducks away into another medical bay and is able to hide for a spell, but not very long. And she pleads with him, saying she doesn't want to hurt him. Like, and right as she's about to, like, pull the trigger, he tells her, you know, you're guilty for conspiring with traitors. You're you're guilty of treason. And Omega nearly pulls the trigger on Wrecker when he takes the blaster out of her hand. He turns it on her and she pleads, but Wrecker... I'm your friend. I'm Omega. <laughs> Wrecker said, no new friends, no new friends, no new friends, no, no new. DJ Khaled! Still here with my day ones. I'm Omega. <laughs> I'm Omega. <laughs> All like, the different Omegas we have. We have we have Joseph's whiny, I'm Omega. And then we have Colton's uh, Rockman from Thor. <laughs> <laughs> 
But Omega. I'm Omega. <laughs> I was like, she can talk all she wants. I, I mean, like, I, I even knew. I was like, it's not going to be one of those moments where he breaks free just because it's like, I'm your friend. I was like, that ain't going to work. My man is in the sunken place. It's facts. And I like that they stuck with that. They weren't going to, they weren't going to change that for anything. Overcome it with the power of love and friendship. This, and they this make ain't... it clear, they make it clear that was not possible. <laughs> you <laughs> cannot do that. Exactly. This ain't stars episode eight. We ain't going to beat them with love and googly <laughs> eyes and soft stuff. This is Dave Filoni. We're going to kill her, but no, not really. Because Wrecker didn't get the chance because, you know, they knocked him out. And he, he that, threw out a good soldier's follow orders. He did throw that one out there. For oh, the hey, Miles, uh, everybody listening, Miles just randomly, his powers are gone. But at one point, Miles would just randomly, jokingly predict things. And then all of a sudden, we got a full quote. My, my powers still aren't gone. I've just, I've, I've, I've put, I've made them be dormant for now. Oh, they're gone. Yeah, they like. They might. They might, they might pop back up. Yeah, he'll. Have, you know, he'll, he'll get his. He'll get his moment. Yeah, and when he was looking for her in that room, and she was behind the panel, I was like, you know, I didn't. Ex- I, I mean, I knew he was gonna look around and pull like the wrong panel, and she wasn't gonna be there. But like, I didn't know my dude walked right past her already. Like, like, like he was already like right next to her, and then walked back to the a different panel. I was like, it's also impressive how quickly and quietly he did get to the right place. He oh, was like yeah. very quickly right o- right over the top of her and pulled that off, and I was well, like, oh like shit, that scared me. It's like somebody just turns you into a ninja. Yeah, and it's like somebody said last week. Somebody already mentioned it. They he was gonna that man was gonna pull a Drax. You know, you know he stands completely still. You're not be able to see or hear him. You know, if she didn't hear him, I didn't I hear him. I, I don't know if we were saying he was going to do that. I think we were just making a joke about that. No, somebody made a joke about it. I, I, know. Oh, yeah. no, I said I could have... see I could see Wrecker being the one in the group to actually do this. Yeah, yeah. I listened to that podcast. He did say, yeah. But like, yeah. Who knew? And he who did lie still Joseph, when they got his inhibitor chip removed. Yep, Joseph, your powers are back indeed because that was a joke. And look what happened. Trust me, I my powers have never left me. Told him. Trust. Also, me. lie dormant in Joe. They're gonna have a Dark Phoenix moment at some point. And just take over the world, but you know they get his inhibitor chip removed, and everybody else's inhibitor chip removed, and uh, you know he doesn't wake up immediately though. Wrecker. No. And Omega re- refuses to leave his side until he he awakens. And I thought that was sweet. She hadn't yeah. given up on Wrecker. The situation wasn't enough for her to be shaken by his image or uh, not too traumatized by him, apparently, mm-hmm. which is good. Sounds like a simp to me, but I agree. <laughs> <laughs> what? But he wakes up. And he, he places on his <laughs> he places his hand on Omega's head all gently, and he's like, "Hey, kid, why the long face?" And it's all happy moment. It's like, yay, Wrecker woke up. He's fine. And they get everyone else's inhibitor chip removed. Wrecker goes to Omega and apologizes one-on-one. He's, he explains, you know, he tried as hard as he could, but he he couldn't make it. You know, he, he couldn't try. He couldn't fight back. And she says she understands and that she's sorry. 
for him. And then he says, you know, sorry back. Like, damn, <laughs> I almost killed you. And I would have for sure. Yeah. Like, no doubt. Like, you I was like, I was like, dead. I was going to murder you, dude. I did. I, I want to be very, very crystal clear about this, Omega. Like, I was like, straight up going to kill your ass. Straight up murder one, maybe murder, probably murder two, but yeah. maybe murder one. And I mean, like, he had to be the one to have the malfunction, too, just because, you know, he was a character, you know, he's a character that I'm not saying everybody loves, but everybody loves because he's so hilarious and he's goofy and he's like, yeah, he's strong, dude, you know, and it's just like for him to be the one to have the malfunction, that's that's going to hit him out of all of them is going to hit, you know, the audience the most. Yeah, he's just the big softy. He's the big teddy bear. Yeah. I mean, now, if we want to talk about which one would have been more most entertaining, for them to lose control, for me, uh, that'd be have to be Hunter, of course, because that man, that man would have gutted all of them with a knife, hunted them down. Yeah, Hunter might actually be able to take the entire Bad Batch on his own. I'm not gonna. I cap. think each one of them individually could take oh, all of them. Yeah, Tech would like sh- like short out their their. Bodies I think each like, one of them is capable of taking each other out. Um, um, Tech Tech would turn that decommissioned ship and broken down ship into like. A, a house of horrors for them if he was one who got his chip messed up. Freaking Tech probably already has 500 different ways he's thought about killing all of them. Just, you know, just for storage, just for research purposes. Tech, you know. Tech writes I the book. I seriously doubt that. I don't know. No, Tech Tech writes the book for the cheat code. Oh, and I said seriously, book. and she thought I was talking to Siri. Damn. <laughs> Siri listening in? Tell Siri. Siri just wants a friend. Poor Siri. She said, seriously, huh? (laughs) What? Huh? Is someone out there? Seriously? (laughs) Oh, mine didn't do it. But, (laughs) yeah, tech, tech, tech would, tech would probably, yeah, mess them all up. Well, I mean, he'd have to get out of there first, but that dude's scrawny. He ain't getting out of there. Hunter could get out of there. Hunter could hit a backflip and throw his knife and, (laughs) Uh, take a lightsaber out of his back pocket and just mess things up. But I bet Hunter would be nasty with the dark saber. Don't get my man started with that dark saber. I mean, Hunter, oh even though he did get knocked out by uh, not having oxygen, and that's kind of soft. A couple episodes ago, and Omega had to take over. That is kind of soft, man. If if you can't fight without oxygen, come on now. You saying you saying you can't breathe? Tough it out. Tough you it can't out. survive on, the literal thing that you need to survive. You're a pussy. Ain't no air in the hood. You think he? Come on now. We wearing spacesuits. <laughs> I'm I'm rocking scuba diving gear twenty four seven. You telling me one of the requirements for Navy SEALs you got to hold your breath underwater for however long, but to be a clone trooper or be, be a part of the Bad Batch or even a Jedi or something. You can't hold your breath. Yeah, that's and out of space. Though, whenever Navy SEALs are holding their breath, they have oxygen in their lungs. Hunter had zero oxygen. Yeah, he should have took a breath before he lost the mask. He can't take a breath because there is no oxygen to take a breath of. Well, guess what? When the Navy SEALs get thrown into the water by the enemy, what about rat trap? They didn't see it coming. You think they get a chance to take a breath? Rat trap. There don't be no chance to take no breath, but they gotta yeah, hold their breath. If they didn't take if they didn't get that chance, they don't hold their breath for that long. It's as simple as that. I don't think so. I think that's just soft if you don't. 
I don't know what this standard of like why you have this super high standard of humans, like if they're not able to breathe without oxygen. That's like that's like no one is capable of doing that. No one. People do it soft. Well, yeah, people in the movies do it all the time. They hold their breath for five minutes of the movie underwater. But that's they still have oxygen. No, not all the time. This argument has gone on for way too long. <laughs> I'm joking. Look, that that's, so that's, weird. Why, that's it's... why it's gone on for way too long. I knew you were kidding. <laughs> yeah, normally, it's me and Joseph that start these arguments, not not Tillman and Joseph. Hunter's not so. Hunter's my favorite Bad Batch member, but I mean, that's just me. I don't know. Riker gives him a run for 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 his money. For me, uh, I like that. Uh, you know, the only thing that cheers him up here is Omega going. You know, I have food in my pocket. You know, and I texted Cole and I said, "Topsy's popcorn has never sounded so good." Yo, that shit looked gas. It looked gas. But it's tradition. Like, come on now. Like, I, hey, I'm with it. I'm with the tradition because, yeah. And that I was want so some sweet. popcorn right fucking now, actually. Yeah. And that was just so sweet because it was, you know, they have bonded so much. And she, like, oh man, that 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 hit hard. Like when she when she told Hunter, she was like, you know, I'll have no one. I was like, oh, I was like, dang, she really like takes every. At first, I was actually talking about record. But then I was like, she was talking about like if all of them all had of problems. Them. Because if and something was, goes wrong with Wrecker, any of them could die. Yeah, because at first I was like, damn, you you just gonna like said fuck the rest of the crew. Like, <laughs> if, I, if I lose Wrecker, I lose everyone. Like, come on now. It's like you you got all my other homies, but yeah. Then I found out she was talking. Really, she was talking about all of them. You know, that just shows the connection that she has with them. Because you know, yeah, when she when they first came back to Camino from their mission. You know, it's like, these are my people. I'm like them. They, they, my homies. You know, if I lost Miles, I don't know what I'd do. I'd be surrounded. And she's officially their people, too. You know? Hunter completely is like, when Rex proposes, you know, do they want to fight to save the Republic? They're like, yo, we, I gotta do what's best for my crew here. And by my crew, I mean my daughter. My daughter. We got we got a child to look after. Where Our priorities have shifted. You know, and Rex is like, yeah, I figured as much. And I liked that earlier in the episode when, you know, Hunter was assuring Omega, you know, we're not going in. We're not going anywhere. You're with us for the long haul. So, like, they see Omega as like a little, like, sister, right? I think Hunter views her as a daughter type. Wrecker's like the fun uncle. And then Tech and Echo are like, like, I, I view it like. Hunter's Bob Saget. Uh, Echo's John Stamos. Wrecker is Joey. And then, you know, the yeah, other guy's Re- the other guy. Yeah, I, I got the dad, fun uncle. Uh, Echo and Wrecker are like the second cousins for me. It's like, you know, the older the older cousins that, uh, you know, like their second cousin. You know what I'm saying. But now, like, Wrecker, Wrecker's the brother. I, older brother, older brother, fun uncle. That's the vibe I get. Yeah. So they're like the second cousin. Cause like Echo and freaking, uh, you know, she learned, you know, it's like, you're like, oh yeah, my cousin did this or my cousin did that. You know, it's like, they're like, they're like second cousins. You know, they're, they're there to help you out, help you figure things out. They'll tell you stuff. They'll, 
I think to Omega, Wrecker is like the the protective older brother who like because he I I think it's like the like the older brother little sister relationship where you know, it's like a fun relationship, but if anyone obviously other than himself since he's the only person that's ever threatened to kill her up to this point, but if anyone uh, you know threatened to to harm her at all, he would, you know, and it is also in their existence. It is also important that she is a female clone, and they always viewed all the clones as their brothers. So why would they not yeah. view the one female clone as their sister? But yeah. then again, you know, brothers and sisters don't get along like Wrecker and her do. So I just, I, I don't know. I don't know I, if they do the brother and sister. Brothers and sisters hate each other. Big, at that big of an age gap, yes, they do. They hate each other. No, at that big of an age gap where you're not growing up with each other, you get along that well. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not paying for no popcorn for no for no for no sister of mine. <laughs> that Tillman, that is the biggest cap I've he ever. He didn't pay for life. it. The record didn't pay for it. He did yeah, put it. Yeah. He did put it on. Sid's <laughs> tab. Oh yeah, Sid's boosty. By the way, like Sibby, Sibby cut my homie short. Like I mean, that's a whole other thing. Like. Like, how you gonna like this cut some be a fucking off? problem at some point, bro? I'm about to throw hands with Sid. Like, I'm about to jump through my TV screen. I already tried it once. I broke a TV doing it, but like, I'm gonna jump through the TV screen and fight Sid. Cause Sid be like giving him thirty percent, and not even thirty percent. Like, oh no, she was like, he's like, I thought you said it was times three. She's like, yeah, for me, you still get thirty cent of what, like the original one was. I was like, that is boozy. Hey, you gotta compensate your workers fairly. You know, they gotta unionize. Where's the life insurance? Where's the health insurance? Where's the dental insurance? Like, come on. Is she going to threaten them? Talking about, like, you know, I do this for you. Like, bruh. She really does nothing for the group. Except giving them missions. The Bad Batch should be getting the majority of the money. (laughs) Like, they are doing the entirety of the job. The thing she does for them is not report them to a bounty hunter. That's what I'm about to say. Wait for her to blackmail them. Wait for her to blackmail them. She already is blackmailing them. Oh, sorry, not blackmail. Wait for her to stab him in the back because it's coming. It's coming. She's going to be like, then I'll do this or I'm about to do this. Or she'll go and she'll click a button and some hologram will pop up and be like, wada wop, wada wop, wada wop, wada wop, wada wop, and then just call in, call in the feds, man. It's a distinct possibility. But, you know, Rex leaves in a puff of smoke after this conversation with Hunter. And, uh, you know, Hunter assures him if he ever needs anything, you know, you know how to contact us. So that gives me the impression we'll probably see Rex again at some point in this series. Uh, and, and there's also the possibility we don't, you know, I mean, he does seem pretty removed from everything come rebels. Like he, he does seem pretty laying low. He's kind of done out there, you know, but uh, in the distance, the scrapper goal, the scrapper guild watches on and they, uh, they rat to the empire. So next episode will probably kick off with, you know, the Bad Batch having to get going, get moving. Where are they going? I don't know where would they head. Uh, maybe do they? They can't go back to Ord Mantell, right? I mean, they could if they get out into space and then get. Get at to get into light speed, then maybe. Hmm. There's no clear objective right now for them, is there? 
right now there's nothing that's like high priority. They got their they got their inhibitor chips removed. They're still protecting Omega. Probably trying to figure out who hired Fennec Shand is probably high on their list, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know how that how that affects where they would go next episode. You know. Mm. Hmm. It's gonna be interesting, though. Yeah, I'm officially I'm officially at a point where I'm like, now I don't know what's next. Mm. That's that's what I do like about this is that. The inhibitor chip thing was the big thing I was looking forward to so far. We've gotten it. I'm ready for whatever whatever we've got lying ahead. Yeah, the only big thing left, like you said, is the, the Phoenix Shand and Crosshair. And there's no like clear way for that to that to sort itself out, whereas with the inhibitor chips the clear way was Rex. Exactly. And uh also, I mean, we don't know who Omega is, but I guess that's tied to Phoenix Shand. Like Figuring out why she was made anyway. Hmm. Still so mysterious. Like, why? Why just one, too? And what's funny is that, like, we can do all the theorizing with Loki because it can go just any any number of fucking ways. But Star Wars is always so much harder to theorize. Because the storytelling is always... It's so different. Hmm. And they never get too incredibly out there. Why just one of her, though? Like, why just one? I don't know, man. I do not know. Nevertheless, I fucking loved this episode. It was a lovely one. All the creators, uh, the, the, you know, the Kiner brothers who do the music for this. They were all hyping up this episode like crazy, and now we're having reports from, or not reports, but tweets from them being like, you thought this one was good, wait for next week. And it's like, okay, we're really ramping it up here on out. Like, that's that's how it's about to be. Mm. Excited for the future of Star Wars, man. It's going to be fucking lovely. But in the more near future, I'm ready for Loki. That's true. We will be back. The Penny Bloom Podcast will be back on Friday with a new episode of Loki's Losers. But this was the Bad Batch Bitches. I was Colton Robertson. I was joined by Tillman McClooney. Thank you very much, brother. Always happy to bring more diversity. Like I say every time, you know, it's always great to give input. I'm happy that you guys always have me and my um, immature behavior on here, but I love talking about stars because I love it so much, and I'm so excited for what the Star Wars is bringing in the future, in the near future, in the far future. I'm glad that Star Wars has, you know, revamped and has a, a revival because for you know a couple years, you know, it was like gone. But I'm going on a rant, so I'm gonna stop here. And you know, all we have is Clone Wars, but it's back, baby. It's back. It's fucking back, baby. I was also joined by Miles Mafucking Buttress. Thank you very much. Hey, I mean, you know, I'll be back anytime, man. Anytime, anytime. Would you say like three or four days from now even? This week even? Yeah, this week even. Yeah, I would say, yeah. Impressive, impressive. And we were also joined by that guy, 
Joseph fucking George. Hey, you know the drill. I'm happy to be here. Absolutely. You guys. Absolutely. I, mean, I was out there this episode. I was out there. That's for sure. You, That's you what certainly I'm here for. were. You certainly were. And if if you head to patreon.com slash Bloom, you will find an hour-long introduction to this episode that started tame, just me and Miles, and got way out of hand come time <laughs> for Joseph to join and elevate the conversation to different heights. Man. That's like, what I do. Guys, I want you to remember something. A, download, rate, and review. Five stars, baby. Do it. Please. That's how we grow. Also, share us with a friend. Go to Twitter, at Penny Bloom Pod. Follow us on Instagram, at Penny Bloom Podcast. Remember something for me. Can you remember? Joe? Joe, do you remember? I I, I remember. My, Miles, do you remember? I think I remember, yeah. Till, till, there's no way you remember, right? Do you remember? Remember what? <laughs> <laughs> you must remember peace, love, and bloom. Oh, and always okay. praise Keanu Reeves. Thank you very much. We'll be back later this week. <laughs>